beautiful. I hope you are enjoying our series on mental and emotional health for the month of May, just to educate you, empower you, and give you the necessary tools that you need so that you can take back your mental and emotional health to get you to a healthier place. This is Lisa, your host of Beauty Beyond Betrayal, and I'm excited to be back with you today. We've got a great show in store for you today, but first, I have got to share one of our latest five-star reviews with you. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. This is from Colleen, and I want to say thank you so much, Colleen, for leaving a five-star review and just the message that you gave us about the podcast. It just blessed my heart so much. Colleen said, I just wanted to thank you so much for your podcast. This has been a lifeline to me in the toughest season of my life. I am binge listening to your podcast. I'm only on episode 11, but I'm planning to reach out to you soon for your coaching help in my journey. I am just so grateful I have your advice to help me through this journey. Someone that understands what I'm going through. God bless you. And again, thank you so much for sharing your heart and healing. Again, Colleen, thank you so very much for that review. And listen, if you have been blessed by this podcast in any way, shape, or form, please consider leaving us a five-star review, going down in the show notes and doing that. This helps keep us in the forefront of women globally so that they can find the Beauty Beyond Betrayal podcast. Those who have been betrayed, who are in seek of hope and healing, who are desperate right now to start that healing journey. And every time you leave a review, this helps to get it out. So please consider doing that. And I will shout you out on the show as well. So again, thank you for being a loyal listener. So 
Beautiful. Today, we are going to dive in to another mental and emotional health topic today. And I want you to know that I am dedicated to you, dedicated to supporting and empowering you because you've experienced betrayal trauma. You need someone in your corner. You need someone to help support you and to help guide you along the way because this is an arduous journey. This is a journey that is not for the faint of heart, for sure. And I know you feel faint of heart, but when you have someone to help guide you along the way, it really makes a huge difference. So I'm in your corner and I'm dedicated to you. And today we're going to dive deep into a topic that affects many, many women who have suffered from betrayal trauma, and that is emotional abuse. And I know some of you right now, your heart dropped because you're like, really? Emotional abuse? I've not been abused, but I want you to stick around for the broadcast because a lot of times we don't recognize that we actually have endured emotional abuse. And today's episode is going to help you tremendously. We're going to explore what it is, how it manifests in the context of betrayal trauma, the signs to look out for, and most importantly, how to put an end to it, how to stop it. So beautiful, let's begin our journey towards healing and self-discovery today. So I want you to know, first and foremost, that emotional abuse is a form of psychological manipulation that can leave deep scars on your hearts and on your minds. And it's important to acknowledge that emotional abuse can happen really in any relationship. But for those of us who have experienced betrayal trauma, the effects can be particularly devastating. Emotional abuse in the context of betrayal trauma often intensifies the pain and trauma that's already present. It adds layers and layers of complexity to the healing process. Now, betrayal trauma occurs when someone we trust, our husband, our partner, the one that we vowed to, that we gave our heart to, the one that we love with everything that we are, breaks our trust in a very significant way. That's either through pornography use, sexual addiction, an emotional affair, or a physical sexual affair. And the betrayal often shatters your sense of safety, security, and self-worth. Emotional abuse within this framework can exacerbate that pain and further erode your self-esteem. So what are some of the signs of emotional abuse within the context of betrayal trauma? So we're going to explore five of them today because I really want you to kind of see some of these. And it's essential to recognize the signs as they can help you to start to understand the depth of the abuse that you've endured. And remember, healing begins with coming to the reality, facing it head on, and acknowledging it. Healing always begins with acknowledgement. And I know that's one of the hardest things, beautiful. Acknowledging the fact that you've actually endured emotional abuse, but it's necessary for your healing to face it and to acknowledge it. So the first sign is gaslighting. Now, gaslighting, and you've heard me say this on other broadcasts, but gaslighting is a manipulative tactic wherein the abuser, the one who's betrayed you, your husband, 
distorts your reality. They're making you doubt your own thoughts, your own emotions, and your own experiences. So a good example of this is you have concrete evidence that they have had the affair or they've been involved in pornography and they try to distort that reality. They try to say, oh, that just must have been something that popped up on the internet. Um, that's really not what you think it is. Or the relationship, you're blowing that way out of proportion. We're only friends. I don't know where you got your information from, but they are wrong. So they try to get you to question your own emotions, experiences, and thought. Even question the facts that are right in front of your face. So they are going to try to twist it by manipulation, and this is called gaslighting. The second one is verbal attacks. Now, this is constant criticism, and I know some of you are probably like, oh my word, I've been enduring that. Beautiful, I hear you and I see you because I know that as my husband's affair increased over time, the constant criticism also increased. Every little thing I did was criticized down to the way I looked, the way I dressed, the way I spoke, the way, you know, I ate. I mean, it was everything in my life. So there's constant criticism. Then there's insults. They start to insult you on everything they can. Also, it's demeaning language that can wear you down. It wears down your self-esteem and your confidence. You start to look at yourself differently in the mirror. You start to even self-critique. You start to self-criticize because you're being beat down by the verbal attacks that you're receiving every single day. And beautiful this is not of God. Please hear me on this. God never desired for his children to verbally attack one another, to degrade one another, to criticize and insult one another, to demean one another, to gaslight and be manipulative with one another. All of these are from the enemy. They are not of God. Recognize that first and foremost. So I say that because I want you to understand that your husband's behavior when he is in uh, some of these signs that we're talking about, he's actually exhibiting these things. He's actually playing these things out. He is not exhibiting godly behavior at all. And it's okay for you to call him on it. It's okay for you to bring it to his attention and let him know this is not of God. The third one, is isolation. This is where your husband often seeks to isolate you from your friends, your family, your support networks. Um, and this is to leave you feeling trapped and dependent upon them. I can remember there came a time where my husband started wanting to know everywhere I was going. Where are you going? How long are you going to be? Text me when you get there. Text me when you get back. Now, looking back on it now, I can tell you that he was doing some of those tactics so that he could manipulate the situation 
to have those times for himself in his affair. He would schedule those things accordingly, right? And so he wanted to know my every move, but it was very, very controlling. So he also got to where if I said, well, I'm going to visit a friend and have coffee with them or lunch with them, or I'm going to visit my grandkids and my family, he would really start to say, you know, you don't need to be doing that. You just need to stay home. That is isolation where they don't want you going anywhere because that way they maintain control over you. The fourth one is control. <laughs> so they go kind of hand in hand together, as you can see. But this is where he may exert control over every aspect of your life. This is where he now controls your finances. Maybe he's controlling everything. He wants to know every little dime that you're spending. Maybe he's now wanting to take control of the checkbook. Maybe he wants to be in control of the daily routines, your personal choices. Again, he wants to know where you're going, when you're leaving, when you're going to be back. He wants to know who you're going to be with at all times. This is controlling everything in your life. This can even be down to what you wear. It can be what you eat. It can be like what you watch on TV. And I know that sounds extreme, but beautiful, that kind of control does exist. I mean, my husband got to where he wanted me to wear my hair a certain way. I mean, I just noticed that things got really, really controlling. And so this is something to be very, very aware of. Number five is emotional manipulation. Now, this is where they may use tactics like guilt shame, or some other tactic to manipulate you into doing what they want. In other words, you're coming down hard on them about the affair. And now they are twisting things and making you or seeking to make you feel extremely guilty because if you would have had more sex with me, I wouldn't have sought the comfort from someone else. If you had dressed more provocatively, I wouldn't have looked at porn. Um, they are trying to shame you, blame you, guilt you, all of these tactics. And when they do that, they're seeking once again to get you back in to their control so that they can get you to do what they want you to do. They don't like the fact that you're independent. They want you to be completely codependent upon them so they can make sure they are in control of every move you make. Now that is the signs and recognizing the signs of emotional abuse is an important step, but how can you take control and stop this cycle of abuse? Now that's important. You've got to know how, right? You've now recognized it. Some of you are probably like, wow, I've endured some of this and I never would have put the term emotional abuse to it, but beautiful, hear me out on this. God wants us to be educated. God wants us to be aware and he wants us to know what is going on so that we can now put a stop to it because it's damaging to your mental, emotional, and physical health. It not only destroys the relationship, but it can destroy you and it can cause mental um, fatigue and emotional um, fatigue, it can cause physical adrenal fatigue, it can cause your body to shut down. It can hit you in so many different ways and cause you to 
enter into a state of disease and shutdown. And God doesn't want that for you. And neither do I. And that's why I'm doing the series on different things on mental and emotional health to make you aware, to educate you, to help you understand what you've been dealing with in the midst of betrayal trauma. So you can be well-informed, well-equipped, and now you can also learn how to stop it so you can start to heal. So I want to give you five ways that you can start to put a stop to this cycle of abuse. I want you to understand, beautiful, you have the power within you called the Holy Spirit (laughs) to reclaim your life and establish healthy boundaries. You're not left alone in this journey. You're not left alone where you are right now. You have the power of the Holy Spirit within you and calling upon God to help the Holy Spirit within you to rise up so that you can pull upon his strength. Then you can move forward and start to put a stop to this cycle of abuse. So the first one is to seek support. This is where you reach out to your trusted, safe people. That is your trusted, safe family members, friends, or those who are trauma-informed therapists or trauma-informed coaches. They are the ones who specialize in betrayal trauma and emotional abuse. They can help you to acknowledge where you are. They can help you to come face to face with the abuse that you've been in and they can give you the tools to actually put a stop to these things to equip you and to help you start moving forward through your healing journey. Their guidance and support can provide you with a lifeline as you navigate your healing journey. So it's crucial to seek support and beautiful if you need that I am here for you. Below in the show notes, you can schedule your consult with me. It's a free 20-minute consult. Get yourself on my schedule. We'll find out where you are. We'll find out where you desire to be, and we'll design a plan just for you to get you there. It includes helping you to rewire your mind, to get rid of limiting beliefs, to finally understand what betrayal trauma is and how it is affecting you, mind, body, and spirit. We work on somatic techniques to release the trauma from your body, reconnect you to God, rediscover who you are so you can step into a beautiful life and reclaim you again. So schedule yourself below in the show notes. I would be honored to journey with you there. All right, beautiful. The second one is this, educate yourself. That's what you're doing right now. Kudos to you. I'm so proud of you because every time you listen to Beauty Beyond Betrayal, you're being educated. And every time you pick up a book, You're being educated. There are other good podcasts out there. There are things on the internet that can help you listen. There are ways to get yourself educated so that you know exactly what you're dealing with. So I'm so proud of you for being here. Learn about emotional abuse, betrayal trauma, and the dynamics of healthy relationships. What are they really supposed to look like? Because when you're in a toxic one, which when you're dealing with betrayal trauma, You're in a toxic relationship at that point. Learn what it's like to actually be in a healthy one, what it actually looks like, and what are the steps to take to get you there. Knowledge is power, and understanding the patterns and the tactics of emotional abuse can help you break free from it. Number three is to set healthy 
boundaries. I talk about this all the time, but boundaries are crucial. Boundaries are not for him. You're not fencing him in and throwing away the key. He may feel like it and he may push back and say, you're trying to control me, but that's not what you're doing, beautiful. Healthy boundaries that you set for yourself are for you. It's what's required for you to live a healthy, safe life. And it's also what now is required to be in relationship with you. He chooses whether or not he's going to respect those or not. And at that point, you actually get to see where his heart really is. And so God himself instituted healthy boundaries. He instituted them at the beginning of time when he separated the seas from the land. And he has had boundaries all throughout scripture for our good. And so healthy boundaries inside of relationships are also good. So don't be afraid to set them. Establish your clear boundaries with your husband and communicate your needs assertively. Be very firm in what you need, what it takes for you to feel safe and to be in relationship with you. And remember, beautiful, it's okay to say no. And that is a capital N, capital O, (laughs) with an exclamation point at the end. That two little word is a complete sentence. It's okay to say no and prioritize your well-being, your mental, emotional, and physical health. Number four is self-care. I know the self-care wagon has been beat to death, but hear me out on this. Especially there are those that come out and say, well, as Christians, we shouldn't focus so much on self-care because it's all self-rooted and that's being selfish. No, it's not. There is scripture that says, love your neighbor as yourself. We're not to despise ourselves. We are the image bearers of Christ. We are God's creation, his children. He loves us and he wants us to love the fact that we are his. He wants us to love ourselves as his image bearers. And he wants us to take care of ourselves. Remember this beautiful, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we are stewards of that body. We are called to be good stewards of that body. That means feeding yourself good nutrition, even though you might not feel like eating right now because you are in the thick of it. Taking small meals throughout the day, getting nutrition is crucial. Adequate, good quality sleep. If that means napping throughout whenever, because you can't get a full night's sleep, then take it when you can, but make sure you're sleeping. Make sure you're moving daily. Make sure you're exercising. It helps to bring about good endorphins and it helps with the serotonin and dopamine levels in our brains and it helps us to combat depression. So movement is very good for us. Engage in activities that promote self-care, that are taking care of your body, whether it's practicing prayer and that is amazing. Even science has proven that prayer changes us. It changes our brain. It changes the the firing of the brain to a better, healthier place. It changes the um, 
neurons within the brain. It changes the energy in our body. It makes us healthier. So prayer, pursuing hobbies that you love, seeking solace in nature, going out and just being in God's creation, prioritizing activities that nourish your soul and promote healing, Whatever that is for you, engage in those things and begin to take care of yourself because you are worth it. You are important and you are God's image bearer and he wants you healthy and whole. Number five is this, create a safety plan. Now, safety plans are crucial. And this is one of the first places that I begin with each and every one of my beautiful clients because when you have endured betrayal trauma, Your whole world, as you know it, has imploded. It's like a 7.5 earthquake has just exploded your life. Your foundation has been wrecked. And at this point, you don't have any safe, secure place anywhere. Not relationally, not physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, environmentally, you name it. Every aspect has been upheaved. And you need a good safety plan. And if you feel unsafe or fear for your well-being, that's why you need to develop a safety plan. And most women who have been betrayed suffer from this. So that includes strategies for physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, every way I just said, all of those different categories. And this might involve finding even a safe place to stay for a time or changing the locks to your home and not letting him be there for a while, Uh, engaging in a therapeutic separation, which can be very healthy to maybe even bring you back towards reconciliation or beautiful. If you are in a volatile situation, please, by all means, contact the local authorities. Don't stay in a volatile situation that puts your life at risk. By all means, dial 911 and get the adequate help and support that you need. So remember this, beautiful. You're not alone in this journey, not by far. Number one, God is with you. And you have trusted family, friends, and community people, your church, wherever, who love you and want to see you well. You have those people. Reach out to them. And if you need a good coach, by all means, reach out to me. Healing from emotional abuse, it does take time. And it's a process. And it's unique to each and every woman. Reach out for the support that you need. Surround yourself with love, with people who love you and want to walk and support and be with you the whole journey and be patient with yourself. Grant yourself grace as you journey through to recovery because when you are dealing with and facing for the very first time that you've been dealt emotional abuse, it can be a hard pill to swallow. But I want you to know that by educating yourself and now having this knowledge, that now you're more well-equipped to do something about it. So beautiful, I hope that helped you today. Let me know. Send me a, uh, a message below. There's a little link that you can ask me a question on or you can leave me a verbal review if you want to. I would love to hear from you. And if there's a topic you'd love to hear, leave me a verbal message. By all means, I would love to do a special broadcast for you and answer your questions. But by all means, get on my mailing list. Make sure to get in my free Facebook group. I have so many things available for you because I'm here for you. I look forward to 
talking with you and being with you again on Tuesday. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.